0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and
1: Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law.
0: Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, if you've been listening to us, and we hope you have, uh, there's no more compelling story this season than what's going on in Goose's hometown. That would be Dallas. And what's going on there is we've got a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back with the Cowboys on top of the NFL. Uh, It's a remarkable ride, as we've been talking about, The Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott have the Cowboys on. And really, it's one that we wanted to have our good friend and former Super Bowl coach, that would be Jim Fossil, Way in on and he's going to do it here today. Jim, good to catch up with you again. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, it's always good to talk football with you guys. I always enjoy it.
0: Well, first things first, Jim, how surprised are you with what Dak Prescott's done and how do you explain it?
1: Well, I think how you explain it is I've been around some guys and, you know, let me just put it in reverse. All these quarterbacks that don't make it, the high draft picks, They don't have the leadership quality. They don't apply themselves to the game. And it is not about uh, your physical about to play the game. Now, I've never met Dak. I've watched him play. I admire what he does. But I'll tell you, I guarantee you, the guy went in there, and he probably worked harder than anybody on the team to learn the offense. He studied it, and he studied his opponents, and he's got – Leadership qualities, I guarantee you, he's got leadership qualities, and he works at it so hard, he has the respect of the team, and they have confidence in him, and it just all comes together, and he is a talented guy, I mean, he's got a great throwing motion, he's a good athlete, he looks like he's brilliant because he doesn't hesitate he knows where he's going with the ball and you have to be able to know where you're going that ball right now a rookie quarterback that stands in the pocket trying to find somebody he's going to get murdered and you're not going to do very well
2: okay jim so so how does a player of his obvious caliber wind up in the fourth round the 135th overall selection in the eighth quarterback in that draft
1: coaches and scouts aren't perfect and (laughs) uh i mean these guys get passed through and When I want a quarterback, that's what I always look for with his intelligence and everything else and, you know, spend some time with him and see his, uh, what kind of personality he has. You know, Russell Wilson was the same thing, guys. When he came in, I mean, they, they put a lot of money into another guy. Next thing you know, this rookie is starting and he's playing good. And so, you find quarterbacks that come in and I wanted to know much about their personality and their leadership qualities. And you know sometimes you hit and sometimes you miss on it, you never know and the other thing is you know you're looking for a guy that has a lot of self-confidence because stepping into the NFL from college is a big big step, but for a quarterback, it's huge because that game is so much faster, there's so much more to it, and if you don't work at it and you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself, yeah, you won't, you won't be what you won't get done what he's doing, no question.
2: Jim, Peyton Manning threw 28 interceptions in his rookie year. Matthew Stafford threw 20. Troy Aikman, 18. Prescott didn't throw a pick in his first 176 passes, which broke Tom Brady's rookie record, and has thrown only two through nine games. How surprising is that type of ball security from any rookie quarterback, much less a fourth-rounder?
1: Oh, it's it's unusual, highly unusual. It tells me that, you know, the one thing is, when you've get when you've got to play a young quarterback, uh, and I always did this when I was forced to play one. When, when I put the game plan together, we'd sit down, and he, ha- he had the pin. And if he didn't like the play or he hadn't been able to run it enough, it got scratched. I mean, the last thing I want to do with a young quarterback is have him not like this play on third and five, and I call it. So he has the power of the pen to get rid of it, anything he wants to get rid of. So he's confident with every you know, every play we put in for the game. He might say, Coach, I haven't had a lot of reps on that play. I don't really like it. It's gone. And so, and then and then, and shrink your your call list down. Shrink it down. I mean, there's nothing wrong with repeating plays. And if you empower the quarterback that he goes into the game so confident that I got rid of the plays I'm not comfortable with, I know it, I got a great deal of these, I've chosen them, all that, it just ups it for him. And I think Jason Garrett's done an outstanding job with him to, to, to package him that way. Now, I don't know what his intelligence factor is, the quotient. He seems like a very intelligent guy. And somebody got to him, too, because when, you, when you're talking about a rookie start and saying, hey, buddy, listen, you don't have to win the game for us, okay? You don't have to make spectacular plays. Just be part of the process, and you won't make mistakes because mistakes won't get us beat. If you don't make mistakes, we're going to win a game, and you're going to look good.
0: Yeah, you're right about that, that he's not making I and mean, they're winning a lot of games. Uh, we're speaking with former Super Bowl coach Jim Fossil on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And, Jim, um, a question for you here. I mean, a lot of people still ask. I can't believe this. You know, Dak or Tony Romo. I mean, that, that question to me is long since gone. But my question to you is this. If you were coaching that team, if you're Jason Garrett, How do you present the situation going forward to Tony Romo? I mean, Tony Romo's healthy, he's ready to return, but how do you present the situation to Tony Romo now that he's holding the clipboard?
1: Well, I think that, first of all, hopefully, and I'm sure Jason Garrett, I mean, Jason played for me for five years, so I know the guy real well. He's a smart guy, and he has great relationships with the players, is that he he probably had to walk him down that whole line, the whole thing, and saying that, you know... Uh, what I'm asking you right now is to be a team guy. Be a team guy. And you're going to be back in there at some point in time, but right now, this guy is playing so good that if I made a change and you're rusty, you're really rusty. I don't expect you to go back in there and be lighting it up. You're rusty. But if I bench him, put you in, and you're rusty, this whole team is going to think less of me and less of you and we got a real problem on our hands so I need to run it out with this guy and I continue to let you heal up which probably everything is good and and hopefully you can handle that professionally and I think Tony Romo can handle that that way.
2: Jim let's uh, talk about another rookie quarterback Jared Goff he's going to make his first start this weekend he was the first overall pick of the draft he's waited nine weeks for this. What are your expectations of golf?
1: Well, it, it's a little bit again of uh, what I've talked about in handling a, a young guy. And, Of course, you know my son's coaching with the Rams. I'm uh, right now. I live about uh, 30 miles away from the Coliseum. I haven't missed a game yet, and I'll be going to watch it. <laughs> but I, I think you know you got to sit down with him, and I think you got to really let him be part of the game planning. And He's had plenty of time to get some reps. Now, the only thing is, the backup quarterback, you know, he doesn't get any reps during the week. He's running a scout team, and that makes it hard. So first thing I'd say is keep the game plan simple. Don't overload it. Repeat some plays. Let him be part of the process with it. And you know what? There may be some plays that they haven't run that Goff feels really comfortable with and it will come back out of the archives and say, you know, we want to do this. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, what if this guy can throw seams against, uh, you know, a single safety, and he's he got a cannon for an arm and whistle it in there, put it back in there. Put it back in there. Those two quarterbacks physically aren't the same. They're not. And you've got to pick the plays that Goff can do really well and then tell him the same thing. I mean, it's repeat business. And I said this to John Elway and Phil Simms. I tell all these guys, you don't have to win the game yourself, fellas. Okay? You don't have to win the game yourself. Don't, don't, you know, if, if, if there's coverage, coverage is there, give it to the guy in the third row we live with another day. And just talking to this thing, you don't have to win this game. You, this is not your career, this one game. If, if you throw the ball 15 times and complete 13 and we win, Hallelujah.
0: That's what the fans are going to be saying Sunday when they see him. Hallelujah. We got somebody other than Case (laughs) Keenum. That's right. Hey, hey Jim, thanks again for the time. we got to run. We'll check in with you next month.
1: It's always good to be with you guys anytime. I love talking to you. Thanks, Thanks, Jim.
0: That was former Super Bowl coach Jim Fossil. Up next, our Renai Game Changer of the Week awards. Plus, Goose is going to tell us what this year's Cowboys have in common with the 1999 Rams? You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
1: Hey, this is Brian Mitchell, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.